last week on Emergency Pants. No, I don't want to know what they have to say. The reason that I'm watching you is because I don't trust that person. <laughs> I'm not going to go and ask my neighbor what's going on. Right. I'm asking you because you have a fucking degree in journalism, at least I thought. Uh, hang on, I was just handed a note from our good news desk. <laughs> Uh, it seems that a tiger had a couple of cubs at the zoo, and they're doing just fine. Oh, they're I, awfully cute. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I also was handed a bulletin. Uh-oh. Well, that's a weird coincidence, but go it ahead. It is a weird coincidence, but I just, you know, thought I should pass on the information that um, a mother cat, um, in addition to nursing her own babies, is also nursing a squirrel. Baby. Oh, I love when that happens. Yeah, right. And, and then that squirrel grows up to be a water skier. <laughs> it does. It always does. Uh, I was just handed another announcement to make here. Uh, the driver of a blue Ford Taurus, uh, your lights are not on. Your battery's going to be just fine. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, um, I was also handed a bulletin. Oh, man. Okay. There, there's just so many of these, you know. Um, mm-hmm. but, um, this bulletin is just to let us know that a chimpanzee and a dog are best oh, friends. Yes. ready your call is very important to us <laughs> <laughs> how are you i'm good you told me you were ready i know i was trying to be funny <laughs> well you were hurtful did i shame you yes yeah do you want to talk about it you shamed me and shamed me <laughs> see because the letters are so close right is the thing that makes that work. It's a clever wordplay. It it's wordplay. Oh, <laughs> oh that stings. Oh, the oh. right in the heart. <sighs> <laughs> How's it going? It's going pretty good. good. How are you doing? Oh, you know, getting by. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Go ahead, I'll I'll take it from here. <laughs> You'll just play me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do the voice so perfectly. I know. It's eerie. <laughs> Sometimes it freaks me out. <laughs> you think I'm in the room with you? Right. Kinda look around. Wait a minute, I did that. <laughs> Damn I'm good. so what's up today um not a whole lot it is hot as the devil's balls outside can i tell you how hot it is here Mm -hmm. it is so hot here that i walk outside and i am instantly drenched it is so hot today Mm -hmm. that my lunch actually heated up from the trip in uh from the car to the building Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm um, it is so hot right now that just driving home, even with the air conditioning on, the sun was beating down hard mm-hmm. enough mm-hmm. so that I, you know, I, I got home and I was like flushed and needed to put an ice pack on the back of my neck. That's how bad it was. It is so hot today. I saw a child evaporate. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. And it was fast, too. (laughs) It may have even been sublimation, because I don't think he went to a liquid state at all. It was just poof. Dang. Mm -hmm. This is, it's bad news is what it is. We need to fix this, people. Awful. How do we fix it? There needs to be a way. Yeah. And then, I, uh, I just saw the other day, I think it was on the BBC's website? It was on some news website where they are finding evidence that it was actually warmer back in, like, the Roman times than it is now. Really? Yeah. 
Hmm. So, I mean, on on one hand, those poor bastards, uh-huh. because they didn't even have air conditioning back then. Right? What did they do? How did they I don't survive? Know. I don't know. They they always wore fucking metal and those giant fans on their head. Plus, they spent all that time taking over shit. Yeah, they they as a people, they were like the hardest working. Uh, civilizations around, I think. They were a pretty busy bunch. Yeah. They kept themselves active. Yeah. Yeah, plus all those didn't... Was it the Romans that did, like, the, the workouts and everything, too? The calisthenics? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. And it was hot. I mean, mm-hmm. just think about that. No, don't think about it, because it's awful. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. I was sweating just reading that article. It's the worst. But I was reading it outside in the sun. Oh, well, that's, you know, you got to be careful of that. Yeah. Don't do that. Mm-mm. I'm not going to allow this. So, anyway, um, you said you were going to come up with a list of stuff for us to talk about. I'm dying to know what this list was. Uh, okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. What do you think about pretzels? <laughs> were you hungry when you wrote this list? <laughs> No. <laughs> what do I think about pretzels? Honestly, I don't really think about pretzels that much. Interesting. Would and you care to speak for 20 to 30 minutes about that? <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only time I ever want a pretzel is if uh, we're, there's an Auntie Annie's or whatever the heck it's called. You know, Never one of the heard places. Of it. They have them out here in the malls. Every no. single mall has an Auntie Annie's. And they have, like, fresh baked pretzels. And you can get mustard or you can get all kinds of crazy-ass dipping mm. sauces, like, for the kids. You know, then the fake cheese and stuff like that. And uh, then they also have the cinnamon sugar ones, which, of course, is oh, delicious. Fancy. But, yeah, so that's the only time I ever think of pretzels. Pretzels in a bag? No, thank you. Might as well just eat a handful of flour, as far as I'm uh, concerned. Yeah, that's how I feel about all pretzels. Yuck. But Yuck. I will make an exception for the uh, yogurt-covered pretzels. Oh, or or chocolate. Yeah, yeah, or chocolate. Or, or, interesting twist on it. Okay, you take two pretzels, and you have a layer of peanut butter in the middle, and then you cover what? it. What? Yes, this is the thing that's happened. Oh my god, that sounds good. So good. I I just really love peanut butter. I'm a huge fan of peanut butter and chocolate. Um, chocolate first, and then second tie is peanut butter and marshmallow. Mm. And all of these things can go together as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'll throw them in one big bucket. Yes. <laughs> well, I suppose I, I'm not. I'm not a huge chocolate fan, and I don't like marshmallow at all. You're not a chocolate fan. Yeah. What the hell? How does that even happen? I don't I know. Don't... I mean, I'll I'll eat it once in a while, but I will never say, "Oh, I've got to have chocolate." Really? Yeah. That's probably one thing that I definitely like. If I don't have anything that has even the remotest kind of chocolate flavor to it like it could even be something that's like fakey chocolate you know like um like one of those crappy 100 calorie bars you mm-hmm. know with chocolate flavored coating <laughs> right <laughs> chemical chocolate <laughs> right exactly or something like that yeah I, if i don't have anything like that in the house then i'm in trouble because there will come the time where i have the craving for it and nothing satisfies me mm-hmm. absolutely nothing it's the worst but yeah, chocolate, won't you? Maybe not. Yeah. Mm. But peanut butter, I definitely will. Peanut butter is fantastic. I love it. Yeah. It's one of the best things that's ever happened ever. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um pretzels, not so much. Yeah. Greek salad. Yes, please. Love Greek salad. Where'd you see that at? I had one today. Oh, See, I'm trying to find places that aren't like a million miles from my work. Here's the problem with my workplace. Mm -hmm. It's a corporate office and it's sprawling. It's not (laughs) like, it's not like a tower. It's a campus. It is. It's an entire campus. And then the area around it isn't really much for lunch places because 
it's not like there's a ton of businesses all in the same place like you would usually see like oh. a whole buildings all together so this you're just is, out in like a, a cornfield no there's there's residential and there's business stuff like strip malls yeah but not like a whole bunch of uh of places so it's not like you can just drive down the street and there's a few places to choose between for lunch at least not good ones you know mm-hmm. so um and not much that you can do like takeout. Either you're sitting down or, you know, you're, you're, I think the only real option close by is like Wendy's and I'm not going to do Wendy's like all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. So I am trying to find places that are like mom and pop places. And, you know, I'm kind of risking food poisoning as far as I'm. <laughs> oh no. That, you know, cause you don't know, you don't know what these places are like. You don't know who these people are. Right. So I, I went to a place called Famos, Famos, something like that. Mm. And uh, they have subs and they have salads. And they had a Greek salad and they listed all the stuff and anchovies. So I was mm. like, I th- they, they know what they're doing if they got anchovies on there. And it was delicious. It was very good. Mm. So um, I was happy about that. Because, um, man, I'll tell you, the situation at work right now with our temporary cafeteria... It's ridiculous. A temporary cafeteria? Here's what's happening. For the next six months, they're going to be renovating the space that was our cafeteria. So their solution to this problem is a temporary cafeteria food service place. Mm. And it's set up in what used to be a meeting room, you know, like a large... What? Yeah, so it's... in, in a room where, you know, it used to be like your boss would sign up to have it so you could have a staff meeting or mm-hmm. something, you know? Um, I mean, it's big enough to have a bunch of tables in it and stuff. But basically, you walk in and there is, you know, the, the racks of chips and cereal. There's some bananas and apples. There's some pre-made... Um, Sandwiches and salads, which I will not touch because I've had the pre-made sandwiches there before and I got sick every time. Oh, no. I'm just not going to mess with that. Um, there's a guy in the corner <laughs> serving serving hot dogs, hamburgers, and whatever the hot thing is for the day, which would be like, you know, pulled pork or something like that. And I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> Fuck. Is this like an institutional type of thing like you would like a school cafeteria it's uh, it is the same cafeteria workers it's just they had to adjust for a smaller right. so all they've really got is to go stuff and then there's this one hot food area so and it's very small it used to be like you could ask them to make you a hamburger or a grilled chicken they don't have a grill or anything they mm-hmm. just have that's how ours is at work and they started doing stuff like Taco Tuesdays, and every once in a while they'll have um, like Italian sausages on Fridays or whatever. But they're on uh, like skillets, electric skillets that you would buy for your house. Yeah, that would be a good idea. They do not have this. They have like mm. chafing dishes filled with the hot stuff. Yeah, that that and seems. I don't like it, so I've not tried that. So the other thing is like yogurt and cheese sticks and stuff. So- <laughs> Well, I've been living off of yogurt and cheese sticks right. and like Snackwell's cookies <laughs> for like the last couple of weeks. So I'm like, I really need to go somewhere else. So I've been trying to find places close by that doesn't have shitty food or fast food, you know. But um, there's not a lot of options. But today my prayers were answered. Do you want to know what happened? Hmm. In the break room down the hall from us. Somebody left a salad sitting out. No, a refrigerator. Mm. <gasps> what? Called a giant refrigerator, like a home-sized refrigerator. Nice. Uh, I think they realized that they were inspiring mutiny. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, so they put that in there, and now I'm going to start bringing in my lunch. So, you guys didn't have refrigerators before. Do you, let me tell you how bad this is. No fridge, no microwaves, unless. Oh, Jesus the cafeteria and it's a huge building so you know you could be anywhere but you have to walk mm. cafeteria to get a microwave see in my building you can't walk five feet without hitting a refrigerator next to a microwave Wait. next to two coffee pots and we don't have coffee either oh my god 
That's what I'm saying. So I think what I've actually heard is that it's some sort of arrangement with the company that brings the food in, like Sodexo or whatever. Yeah, that's how it usually is. Runs people to the cafeteria. It runs the traffic over there. Yeah. But the problem is, is there's not enough microwaves for the amount of people who want to heat stuff up. So there's always a line. Like, God, I'm having the same problem at work, but for, with toilets. <laughs> oh no! Tell me about this. Uh, so the the it's it's like a, a three store three story building and a basement, and each floor has. Uh, two men's rooms and two women's rooms. Each men's room has two toilets and two urinals. So if you if you want to poop, you have a 25% chance of finding an open toilet. Uh, well, I think I got that the other way around. Anyway, there's there's four toilets for pooping on each floor, except for the bottom floor. There's uh, one full-size restroom with two toilets, and then there's a... I call it the private suite because it's a single user bathroom. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what's been going on, but uh, I, I think they've been hiring more people or something because it's been getting harder and harder to find an open toilet. Oh, yeah. And I think what they did, I, I think they did it to save money. They There's like some kind of slide rule or something that the architects can consult that says, for this many people, you're going to have this many shitters at any given moment. Mm -hmm. So you need to have this many toilets to support, you know, this many employees. Right. And I don't know if they break it down by floor. Mm-hmm. Like the like the top floor can support two hundred employees, and that translates to four toilets to poop in. Right. You know, but I I have this suspicion that they averaged. You know, uh, that they use some kind of weird averaging algorithm, and they didn't account for peak periods of use. Mm-hmm. You know, like after Taco Tuesday or St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Or after a meeting, or is that just chicks? Oh my god, it's everybody. Okay. So, and it, it, there, there's this period of time uh, in the afternoon, and it's it's around two o'clock, and probably fifteen. That's everybody's lunch is settled. Fifteen minutes on either side of two o'clock, okay. the shitters are always full. Oh jeez. And you want to talk about mutinies? There's going to be a revolt. <laughs> and you don't want a shitter-related revolt on your hands. You guys like give each other shit when this happens, or what happens? I mean, do you like do you like trash talk each other? Like, hey, get out of there! What's taking so? Long? Oh my god, there's there's one guy who is just completely socially retarded who has done that before. But for <laughs> the most part, no. You just uh, you walk in, you, you see both feet, uh, you know, you see feet in both stalls. You walk out. If somebody's there, they ask you if it's a full house, you say yes and laugh, and then you go down to the next floor to do it all over again. Mm-hmm. And there, there's been two times in the last two weeks where I've had to go all the way down to the basement. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, now, is the basement really creepy? Is there, like, one flickering light bulb hanging? Oh, no, the- no. It's completely the same as the other floors. It's just one level underground. Oh, okay. And it has one and a half bathrooms for some weird reason. Weird. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't understand it. Cuz I I mean all the bathrooms are handicapped accessible, so it's not like, you know, the private suite is uh special in any regard. Mhm. It's nice to shit in cuz you're not bothered. Right, yeah. But that's the only difference. Yeah. Okay. And I don't I don't know if there's a this is the part that bothers me. I don't know if there's a solution to this problem. I don't know if you can just put another bathroom on the floor. Huh. You know, Mo- most of the building is raised floor anyway, because they can, so they can expand the computer room out. Mm-hmm. I don't know how easy it is to retrofit a new bathroom to a building like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think. I I think there's issues with that. Yeah. Because there's plumbing. Plumbing always complicates things. Oh, plumbing is so horrible. And you know, it's kind of a jerk too. It's all like, look it at is. me, I'm plumbing. Oh, yeah. you guys depend on me. Let me just burst all over the place. <laughs> right? What an asshole. 
it's always freezing or look I, I can handle all this massive shit that you pour down here but uh no tampons because i'll explode Right, and one paper towel. Right. I mean, come on, one paper towel. Why don't we just make the hole bigger? Why don't we? Why? I mean, why? Why is the toilet hole that size? Hmm. I wonder. How did that happen? I don't know. Who decided? I don't know. Hmm. I wonder if they ran trials. Hmm. Like they started with a really small hole, and I'd then hate they to be the they just. They stopped as soon as they quit getting regular clogs. <laughs> I'd hate to be the person who is testing that out. Oh, I know. No. Actually, I uh, I read a, a funny post on the internet a while back. Uh, there is a person whose job it is is to make fake turds. What? Uh, out of some material to test the flow in toilet manufacturers. What? Yeah. Come on, what? I'm dead serious. Tell me about this. Why? Why? I, uh, I don't know. Let me let me see if I can find it. Okay. But yeah, they're they're basically their whole job is to shape like clay or whatever into into torpedoes to shove down toilets. Uh. I'm googling for. Oh, that's a neat little. Oh, I, apparently today is Amelia Earhart's 115th birthday. Oh. Mm, all right. Toilet. Yeah, that's why they were talking about her on the news. Oh, okay. Toilet performance tester. No. How do they test toilets? Let me ask Google that. How do. <laughs> wow. Oh, I don't even want to know. Was it bad? No, it was the Google autocomplete was throwing up some funny stuff while I was searching. Well, I figured, yeah. You're not going to share? Mm-mm. No, I I, uh, I can't find the article I'm looking for either. Mm. Maybe I dreamed it. Probably. <laughs> you know you like to dream about poop a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, did we talk about that? Did we talk about that? I don't know. Oh, okay. We'll come back to that. A little side tangent here. Um, We always joke about how I don't remember what we talk about on the podcast. You never remember. (laughs) And I think it's because, like, since it's technically public speaking, um, I, 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 like, before the podcast starts, I, like, go out of my body and then it's just like an automatic thing that talks to you for an hour, and then I come back. Mm-hmm. Because I literally will have no recollection of shit, even listening to it later. Like, oh, I can't believe we talked about that. So, <laughs> um, what were we going to talk about before I went on that tangent now? Uh, I said something about poop, and you said, did I tell you about that? Did oh, the poop, poop dreams. The poop dreams. <laughs> I have <laughs> so I have so many poop dreams, and it's always like uh, I have to go to the bathroom really bad, and I go into the bathroom, and I think it's it's mainly like at work or maybe a different public place, but it's it's always like the institutional uh, commercial type bathrooms, and I go in there and they're filthy. They're nasty. They're in disrepair. Mm-hmm. There's there's way more stalls that are in uh, like a usual bathroom, mm-hmm. and half of them don't even work. Like they're missing the toilet, or the doors are hanging off of them, and the toilets are filthy, and all this other you know they're missing toilet paper and all that other stuff. Right. So most of the dream is my hunt for the one toilet that I am willing to put my ass on to go poop. Mm-hmm. And then the other type of dream I have is I I find that toilet that I can poop in and people keep coming in and talking to me. Oh no. And poking their heads over the <gasps> the the dividers to ask me questions and stuff and I yell at them to leave me alone and they don't see what the big deal is. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know. I. This is an anxiety dream. It is. It's so stressful to me. You're probably stressed out about something in the first place when you have a dream like this. Oh, my God. It's awful. Yeah. It's horrible. I hate it. Mm-hmm. But it happens all the time. But, yeah, I a lot of my dreams take place in bathrooms. Hmm. Okay. It's really weird. Hmm. Why, why do you think that is? Is is that like your worst fear? Is bathroom? bathroom. No, I love bathrooms. I love. Well, no, I can put up with bathroom awkwardness. It's not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not that. And in general, I love bathrooms. They're my favorite room in the house. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So I don't know. Hmm. Oh, so what you're worried about is your favorite thing being sullied by assholes and strangers. That you may be onto something there. It's like my my sanctuary has been invaded, invaded and rendered uh, inoperable, mm-hmm. and I have no, uh, you know, my fortress of solitude. Was, you have you know, no solace left. Right. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Well, I mean, it's a dream. That's that's your that's what you're afraid of is that you know that will happen, but it won't. It won't. You're right. It won't. It'll never happen because even if you can't find a place to shit in your building, you can leave your building. That's find right. Find another place to shit. Or just go out in the bushes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like an animal. Mm-hmm. No toilet paper. I do. I am afraid of being seen shitting, though. But I think everybody is. Everybody is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not unusual. Yeah. I would say, you know... That's that's pretty much everybody. Everybody is afraid that somebody's going to walk in on them in a public restroom, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's, I don't know, there's just something about that. Plus there's the... Um, oh my God, can I tell you something? Yeah. I was at the grocery store this weekend and I had uh, I had to go poop. And I'm in the the stall, and it's like it's a really nice bathroom, and the stalls are like the kind where they're tiled all the way up, they're like built into the 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 structure, so it's like a little wall, but they still leave the bottoms open so you can see other people's feet. I, I don't understand that, but I'm finishing up, and I go to button my pants, and just out of nowhere, the button shoots off. And it goes skittering across the floor. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And there was somebody else in the other stall shitting. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't say anything. Mm. But it was really weird. And I managed to recover the button. You did? Well, good. Yeah. Good. Did it yeah. go in the other stall? Uh, no, it went the other way. It went over to the urinals. And thankfully, nobody had come in to pee. Uh, oh, that's good. Between the time that happened and the time I went to get it. Yeah. But, yeah, I was just waiting for, because I didn't see where it went. So I'm waiting for the guy in the other stall to say, hey, buddy, you missing something? Mm-hmm. You know, or something like that. And then I was going to say no and then leave. Mm-hmm. But, no, I was able to get the button back. You planned the entire conversation in your head. You you decided what he was going to say. Mm-hmm. And it was not going to be friendly. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had your response ready. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why would you assume he would say that? Would you say that to somebody? No, not at all. See, then why would you think somebody else would do that to that's, you? That's how I am. I I have I talk about this with my therapist all the time. Not only will I assume someone is going to be mean to me, but I have the whole conversation rehearsed. Right, and and you know I do that too. Like I kind of. Um, I think ahead about things. Mm -hmm. I want things to go a certain way. I hope something will go a certain way, but I will decide that it won't or that somebody doesn't like me. And this is the reason why. And they, you know, so I already have this idea in my head. This person doesn't like me and this is why, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. but they've never actually told me that or given me any reason to think so. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's, it's because we were damaged as children. But my but my um, my interaction with that person is then tainted, taint. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said taint um, by 
the thoughts that I've had, you know, that they had nothing to do with or knew anything about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's ugh, I hate being us. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, we're pretty awesome, but I don't. We I, are. We just don't know it. That's yeah. the that's the problem. I need to fix this issue. I know. Uh, uh, maybe there's some kind of pill to take or some kind yeah, of therapy. Like, oh, oh, there could be like stuff like um, stuck in our brains that kind of gives us a signal when we have thoughts like that. And and then somebody could come up and smack us across the face and go, shut up. It's not yeah, true. That would be awesome. I would. That would be like negative, like, yeah. I, I would subscribe to that service. I think it would make sense. You know, because they, they, sometimes they would just have to give you a look, you know. <laughs> it, the, you'd have different people. I mean, you couldn't have one guy following you around all the time. So right. you'd have like different people, different shifts of people who will just be in your general area. And when they get the little beeper go off to know that we're having these thoughts, <laughs> like they could even just come over and like look through our window, catch our eye. And, mm. and do the I'm watching you gesture. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you projecting in there? No. <laughs> I think you are. Shut up. <laughs> you don't know. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's malfunctioning. <laughs> 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 so yeah that's what we need it is sort of service <sighs> okay uh, yeah I, I wish I had something entertaining or insightful or fun to say I just feel kind of blah eh, that's alright you know what I anything uh, interesting on the internet lately let me think. Uh, I don't want to start a fight. Oh. With? With anybody. Okay. But I feel really awful about a lot of stuff that's happened lately on the mm-hmm. news and everything. And it is horrible. But goddamn, I wish people would stop thinking so black and white about what's going to solve our problems mm-hmm. because the, the, that's the whole reason I po- posted that quote from, um, from uh, John Stewart the other day about crazy. Oh yeah. You can't outsmart crazy. No. If a crazy person wants to do something to hurt people, he's going to find a way. Yep. He will find a way to do it, whether it's legal whether it's illegal, whatever he needs to do to do it, he'll find a way. Or she. I, I think what a lot of people need to realize, too, is there are so many ways that crazy person can go about doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. We don't know about them all. And the, uh, so many people assume that the reason that... Uh, that much stuff doesn't happen is because laws prevent it or whatever. It's not. It's that for for the most part, and this goes against everything that I know from experience, but for the most part, people are good Uh and people are law-abiding citizens. That's why you don't have shit like this happening all the time. Right. I mean, there's so many ways that, you know, he could have carried this out that we don't know about or are not considered a threat right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he could have barricaded the doors and set the place on fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, he could have found out a way to get some kind of poison gas and done that. You right. Know? And which really would have been Joker move, you know, if, if he mm. wanted to be the Joker that bad. Right. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I mean, purple, purple gas flooding the theater. But oh, yeah, I mean, the Joker the, had red hair. 
I wish the news would stop making up shit. I oh, know. He's dyed his hair red to be like the Joker. I know. You know I know. If he if he did that to be like anybody, it would have had to have been the Riddler in you know the movie that John or uh, Jim Carrey was in. Do you right. really think he wants to be that guy? Right. <laughs> uh, the news has pissed me off so much with just their inaccuracy. Their inaccuracy and um, their the sensationalism. A lot of victim baiting, a lot. Oh of, Jesus! I know it. I know it. Yeah, just a lot of oh, you know, it would have been your husband's whatever birthday. How do you feel about that? Oh, really? Awesome. Thank you for mm-hmm. bringing that Thanks up. Thanks for bringing that up. I almost forgot. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's been asking me about this all day long, and it makes me feel really swell that people are are here and want to know exactly how I feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one wants to help. They just want to know how I feel. Yeah. You know, I just, ugh, I hate the way it's covered. I hate the way it turns into like 24 hour coverage. Well, and that's honestly, that's the whole fucking thing. That's, yeah. I think that is a huge cause of all this is the 24 hour news network. It's the attention that's given to it. They have to fill their time with something. And then when something big happens, they blow it way out of proportion. They cover it 24 hours a day. They martyr the guy. Right, yeah. You know, they make him a public figure. And mm-hmm. and guess what? It inspires copycats. Mm-hmm. There's already, I just read an article uh, before the podcast. There was some guy on his way to kill his boss. The cops happened to stop him for something. His car was loaded with guns and ammunition and clippings of news articles about the Colorado guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's documented. I I saw, um, and I think I posted on Tumblr, Mm -hmm. um, this uh, news program interviewed a psychiatrist who said, if you want to prevent things like these from happening, don't report on it so much. Mm-hmm. Make it as boring as possible, and don't sensationalize it. Don't don't start the newscast with footage of cop cars racing to the scene and sirens blaring and all that other shit. Mm-hmm. And of course, that's all these news agencies do. That's all they do, yeah. Yeah, because they want your eyeballs glued to their show so mm-hmm. they can sell advertising. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with the news. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's just not necessary. There's nothing about that that's necessary for. For us to know, no. uh, they don't have any information about. No, it's gory who's details been hurt or anything like that. All it is is um, look at this horrible thing that happened. Here's somebody who's who was inside who can tell us what uh, happened in there. We don't, you know, it's not. It's. I heard it described as as digital rubbernecking, and that's exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean. I don't know. I'm. I'm not. I don't speak for everyone in the world, of course, but I. Oh my God. I just, I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear it anymore. And Mm -hmm. it's not that I don't care. There's a big difference. It's not that I don't care about these things. And it's not that I don't wish there was a way to do it. We're going about it wrong. It's just that this isn't the way to do it. Right. You know, and it's, I don't know. I don't know. I sometimes I feel kind of guilty, to be honest with you, because one of the things I've discovered in the last few years as I've been, you know, dealing with various issues with my depression and stuff like that. Mm is there are certain things that I just can't really um, spend too much time thinking about. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, like, one of the things that I tried to do while I was unemployed was was volunteer at the domestic violence shelter. Mm -hmm. And as, you know, I was was working through things, um, uh, I can't remember, was it Dr. B at the time? He was like, well, that's probably a very uh, unhealthy environment for you to be in, given the oh, fact really? that it's so, you know, it's just a very, uh, if you're already in a depressive mood and there's so many, you know, tragic things that are happening there, yeah. then, you know, it, it, if it affects you this deeply, then I think you need to, you know, just not, not do it you know Mm -hmm. you can contribute in other ways and you can do other things and he was right i mean it was it was um i'm glad that i spent the time there that i did but i mean um it it was very difficult to to be there sometimes and it's the same kind of thing like i don't want to spend a lot of time reading about 
hearing about, you know, stories about rape, stories about, you know, uh, murders, stuff like that. It just, it, it puts me in a bad place. Yeah. So I, I, I end up feeling guilty. Like I should care about these things. I should be doing something about these things. Like, well, I guess maybe not everybody is supposed to be doing everything about everything, though, you know? <laughs> right. Oh, my God. That is that is a perfect observation. Right. That is, that is perfect. And I know what you're talking about. I'm going through kind of the same thing. I, yeah. I've discovered my women's shelter, if you will. Okay. So, yeah, I know what you're talking about. You, you know what I mean? Because it's just like, I, everywhere you turn at that place, there's posters about, you know, real men don't rape and mm. call this number for this. And it's just like, I just can't, I just, I don't know. It's just not an environment that um, I can be in and not feel, I don't know, not yeah. not get down. So, right. so uh, yeah, I think that's something. Like a friend of mine at work today, um, I was, uh, we've been cleaning out um, different stuff in the house. Um, and I gave uh, our old clothes to a, um, a thrift store yesterday. And then today I had a whole bunch of blankets, towels, and sheets and stuff. And someone on Tumblr, I want to say it was Caddy one. Hi, Caddy. Um, she had said that um, animal shelters need that stuff. Yeah, big time. yeah. Yeah. Because, they'll, I mean, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Um, they just need, like, blankets because it's going to end up looking crappy anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So um, so I called one that was near work, and they said, yes, please bring it over. But I had asked my friend at work who's, like, a huge animal lover. I'm like, do you know of any places? Because if you do, I'll take it there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just going to pick something that's close. And she said, oh, gosh, you know, I'll send checks and stuff, but I don't go to the places because yeah. if I did – I would just, you know, I would be crying for the rest of my life, right. <laughs> you right. know. And it's not even that they, I mean, they don't look bad at these shelters, most of them. They're healthy. They're being taken care of because now they're in the shelter. Mm-hmm. It's just that, you know, she's like, I want to take all of them home. They don't yeah. have a home. They're in a shelter. It's sad, you know. It is sad. It's hard to deal with. Yeah. And can I tell you how great this place was? It was amazing. It's called Orphans of the Storm, hmm. and it's in, I think it's Deerfield, um, here in uh, the Chicagoland area. It's like a mm-hmm. northwest suburb. And um, I drove there, and I kind of missed it because it's behind a, a big fence, of course, to keep sure. the dogs from running away. And um, then when you pull in and park behind the first fence – then there's another fence to get into the area where the houses are. And there's several houses and they're all set up to be kennels and they have an outdoor area for the dogs as well as an indoor area for the dogs. And they can go back and forth if they want to. So first thing I do, I go through the gate and there are trees everywhere. So I don't even see the house or anything yet. Mm-hmm. I walk in there and it is like, have you ever been to the bird sanctuary in uh, the Henry Dorley Zoo? <laughs> yeah. And you know how it's just overwhelming, the sound of all the birds chirping? Yeah. That's exactly what it was like, except dogs barking. <laughs> Every type of dog bark that you can imagine, all happening at once. <laughs> I mean, it was it was like an avalanche of sound. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I go in there and bring it in, in the bag, and you walk past um, some fenced-in kennels um, before you get to the front door of the place, and there were like eight dogs running out, barking their heads off at me. One looked kind of scary, like mm-hmm. a German shepherd. He looked kind of scary. But the last one, <laughs> the one that was closest to the door, was like, hey, you and I. Come on, we're friends. You know it. <laughs> come here, come here. <laughs> hey, want to see me jump? Look, look, look. <laughs> Do you know how tall that is? It's eight feet. Look. <laughs> he was jumping almost over the fence. He wow. came so close to going over the top of the fence, and he just kept looking at me like, "Come on, come on. <laughs> we need to be together, you and I. You're taking me home." <laughs> I was like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, now I see how she feels. Mm-hmm. So I dropped the stuff off, and I just kind of felt like I wanted to stay there for a while and hang out. Man, I've been, 
and this isn't the, the place to do it, but I've been meaning to talk to you about um, your selfishness. <laughs> I mean, it is really getting out of hand. Uh, you want to give me some examples? Uh, with uh, the um, the nice. women's shelter volunteering and now giving away clothes and stuff uh, to the <laughs> shelters. I just think you need to dial it back a little bit. People are going to start talking. Oh, I'm sorry. What I should have done is like... Um, just burned like the blankets and stuff in the front yard. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and you know, the blankets are probably made out of some sort of horrible synthetic material. So they would just blob <laughs> to Fiberglass blankets. Yeah, I mean, these these were like the comforter that we bought not for our bed, but for the guest bed. Oh, you bitch. No, for like the futon. But here's the thing. Even our bed, like when we first moved in together, we had like the shittiest comforter for her. The reason that that one wasn't there is because we had to throw it away <laughs> <laughs> from so much use, you know. But, um, but no, the one that we bought for for like the guest room, we didn't have a lot of money to spend. Mm. So like, Target, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> Whatever. And I swear to God, it just never felt comfortable. No matter how much you washed it, no matter, you know, how much softener you use, it just always felt like, I don't know. It felt like something that like seatbelts were made out of. <laughs> That's the last <laughs> time I buy anything from the Martha Stewart hair shirt collection. <laughs> I don't care how pretty it looks on the bed. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> She'd probably have that too. <laughs> and title. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Are you writing it down? Yep. Nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I want to link to your uh to that shelter too on the Oh yeah, let me get that for you. Well, you don't have to get it for me, but just stick it on the the podcast uh, post. Well, okay. It's really awesome. So I would definitely say if anybody's looking for a place to donate to, it's it's a really worthy place. They have cats, too. Hmm. But, um, I mean, they have, they probably, I think they have a whole separate building for the cats. Um, because I know cats just get totally freaked out by dogs. Yeah. Um, but the dogs, I mean the amount of trouble that they went to to make sure that every dog had its own kennel. I know. How awesome is that? And that they all had indoor and outdoor. Mm -hmm. And it was not small. I mean, it was a pretty big area that they could run run around in. And they were, you know, running back and forth and all of that. But yeah, um, but yeah <laughs> that was pretty awesome. It was, it was a really cool place. So, um, so yes, Orphans of the Storm. Um, although I do have to say, my donation to the thrift store, not quite as friendly. Really? They're nice people. Um, it's called Home of the Sparrow, and um, they have several thrift stores, and actually the proceeds go to... Um, Both of these places have... Their, their names Like remind me of... The Bible? <laughs> <laughs> no, not... Well, I was going to say, like, Neil Young songs, but yeah, the Bible works, too. <laughs> I think they're both from the Bible. Um, but um, they... Uh, they the, All the prophets go to uh, shelters for homeless women and children. Mm -hmm. um, so I... Um, selfish. I, right? So selfish. So I took, uh, I took my stuff there, and I, I knew from the last time that you go to the back door. So you have to... <laughs> Yeah, it's awful. You have to like park in the back, and the, and the strip mall is kind of scary. I don't know why. It's like a weird one. It, this strip mall has this thrift store, a dollar store, and a giant liquor store. Oh my god! Like an empty used to be a Jewel or a Dominic's or another grocery store. You know, an empty one. So, mm. <laughs> so like all the people coming out of the liquor store, are scary and <laughs> all of that. But um. So I have to go past the liquor store, park in the very back um, next to, like, the trash bins and stuff, and then drag my stuff uh, to their back door. And this woman is sitting there smoking. She's like, is that a donation? I said, yeah. And she said, well, you're lucky because 
we stopped taking donations at five, but I'm out here, so I'll take it. I'm like, well, good. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, you're really lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for taking my donation. Oh, God. Yeah, and she was just so weird about it. Is and we had the same experience when we um, when we adopted shampoo. Mm-hmm. Um, the person that we we went and saw her, we fell in love with her, and the person that we called on um, the night before we were going to go down said, "Feel free to come down early if you want to. You can come in as early as ten, even though the shelter isn't open yet, because you're adopting." And we said, oh, okay, great. So we got down there and we rang the doorbell. And this guy who is um, just really, really flustered and angry about everything. Oh, no. In a really, in a really kind of, you know, woe is me sort of way. You know, he's like, who told you that? Who was it? Do you remember who told you that? Oh, my God. I bet it was Julian. <laughs> yeah, because being surrounded by cats makes everyone cranky. Where does that even come from? So right? he's he's all uh, you know trying. He's angry. He's like, and then the entire time that we're going through the paperwork, we're paying, you know, all that. Um, he's reminding us that he's doing us a favor. Mm-hmm. So next time you guys come down here. Make sure that it's within the hours. And I don't know who told you that was okay, but it's not. I'm like, you know, we're not coming down here again because we just adopted our cat. And thank you very much. Plus, he was wearing like a Star Trek t-shirt. And I will bet you anything that he's the one who named Shampoo originally. Because do you want to know what Shampoo's name was? Asshole. (laughs) Her name was Janeway. Captain Janeway. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't I was just like, oh baby, oh sweetie, poor cat. And her name had been something else before she got to the shelter, but Mm. we didn't keep track of it. So anyway, cats, won't you? Animals. You know what? uh, You know what our listeners should do if they haven't already. Uh, spay or neuter their fucking pets. Yeah, they should. Because every time you fucking make a litter of animals, uh, that's that many more homeless animals. Mm-hmm. And you may you may give them all away to friends and coworkers, but a lot of times people can't handle them and they give them to the shelter anyway. Yeah. So just quit doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Just go cut their nuts off, go scoop them out, you know, and do your fucking part and be responsible. Yeah, because really... Because I'm tired of seeing animals suffer. Yeah, there's there's uh, too many cats and dogs out there in the first place because um, the ones that are feral um, mm-hmm. will mate and stuff like that. And if you're a responsible adult with a pet, that's part of taking care of them, you know? Yep. Yep. That's what it's about. That's It's taking care of all pets everywhere. <laughs> Puppies and kittens are cute. Everybody knows this. Nobody disputes it. Mm-hmm. Quit making them. Yeah, yeah. They're they're going to be there. They're not going to stop making them. They're always going to be around. Yeah. You don't need to be involved in making them unless you're a breeder who's specifically trying to keep a certain a certain breed, right? And but if you're if you're breeding your mutt dog, yeah, you should be shot in the head. <laughs> You know, I think that's a little far to go. I think um, I'm I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to get behind you on that. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm no, that's fair. <sighs> sorry. I'm trying to think who I would be okay with uh, being shot in the head, and, and nobody comes to mind. Hmm. Huh. I can't, yeah, I can't think of anybody else. I kind of prefer people not to be shot in the head. Or in other places. I should I should clarify. Yeah. I, I don't like it when people are shot and or stabbed and or right. know, hurt in any way. Most of the time, that's kind of my thing. I don't know. 
And that's probably yours too. Yeah. I mean, I, I say that jokingly. I don't actually <laughs> want anybody shot anywhere. You say that. <laughs> what? I had to make you say that. Oh, please. I didn't mean it. <laughs> I think it's, I would hope that it's obvious that I didn't mean it. We've been talking for 53 minutes. Hmm. It doesn't feel that long, so that usually means that it's a good... That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) I did did one of my loud uh, throat-clearing noises at work today. Oh my god, I love that. (laughs) Because I brought in... uh, I, I went in late, so I brought lunch in. Uh, when I came in, and then uh, my buddy Steve uh, had to go run an errand, so he brought his lunch uh, after he got back. And we both finished eating about the same time, and uh, I always get, like, the after-lunch throat phlegm, where I'll have to keep clearing my throat for a little while after I eat. And he started doing it, too, and then it escalated Uh until finally um, the office was kind of quiet, and I just went... Super loud, and then uh, it scared the shit out of some people, and then other people laughed. That is hilarious. It was fun. I laughed. Oh, well, you should have. It was Yeah. That's awesome. That kills me every single time. It's funny. Is. (sighs) Funny ha-ha. Not funny uh uh-oh. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I want to say hi to Pam. Hi, Pam. Hey, Pam. Pam had a rough day. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, it was a rough day. So I'm sorry to hear that, Pam. Sorry, Pam. And I hope I hope you feel better soon. Um, let's see. Um, Pam, you know what will make you feel better? Hmm. If you go to work tomorrow and clear your throat really loud. <laughs> see, she works from home, though. So what would you... Oh, she'd have to call in on, like, a conference call. <laughs> fantastic just call somebody even though she doesn't need to and or even someone she doesn't know right exactly exactly so um uh oh i want to say hi to uh uh mr yhf um jim yeah hey jim he's back (laughs) (laughs) he kind of he was i think he was kind of like lurking in and out for a little bit there but yeah he's been keeping a low profile yeah, but he's been pretty active lately, and it's nice to have him back. So, And I want to say hi to Ron Bailey. Hey, Ron. Because I know you guys are going to be fighting soon about gun control. So, uh, You know what? I'm keeping my mouth shut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've been very proud of you. I did want to tell you that. I'm very, very Yeah, proud. it's, you know, it's, it's tough. It's tough seeing incorrect stuff repeated over and over again. You know, but... It, it it's it's an irrational fear, and you cannot argue sense with irrational fears. Right. Well, and I think too that there are times where you know folks just kind of feel a certain way about things. Yeah, and that's fine. But try but, to have all the facts. You know. Well, yeah, yeah. But I don't think everybody's going out there giving wrong facts. They're just saying, "I wish this would happen," or "I wish that would happen." Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily saying, "Here are the facts," and "I wish this would happen." Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are just voicing their opinion, but I've yeah. been very proud of you. Oh yeah, I've been keeping my mouth shut. I, 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 you you deserve cookie. Thank you. <laughs> Yay, Shane. <laughs> okay, so I yeah I. It, what's really hard uh, is I I got a new gun Thursday. Oh yeah. And I took it to the range this weekend, and I had so much fun with it. And I haven't been posting about it mm-hmm. like I normally would. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because of what happens. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's being sensitive is what that is. Yeah. yeah I know there's people out there that are scared to death of guns, so I'm not pushing it down their throat. Well, good. You don't want to push a gun down somebody's throat. No. That would be awful. You'd be arrested for that. Yeah, you would. I'm glad you're not doing that. God. Why would you even think of that? Jerk. <laughs> Why don't you go donate shit to needy people? 
should have just took that stuff and ripped it up. And I'm saying. Close. <laughs> Start a fire in the fireplace with it. Right? I don't have a fireplace. I'd have to find somebody's fireplace and ask them if I can use it. And <laughs> <laughs> and then I start burning up blankets, and they're like, what? Animal shelters can use those. No! <laughs> yeah, that's who I'm taking this videotape of me burning them to. <laughs> I'm specifically going to take it down to the guy that we um, that we adopted shampoo from. <laughs> <laughs> you like that, huh? Yeah, I do. This is all the stuff you're not getting. Exactly. On purpose. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of shampoo, she's yelling now. Uh-oh. My guys have been super quiet. It's really amazing. I think this is the first podcast where they haven't been uh, walking around talking in the background. Hmm. Mouse is actually under my desk sleeping on my foot. Aw, what a mm-hmm. cutie. He's, he's using it as a little pillow. Oh, that's so sweet. I love it when they do that. Oh, speaking speaking of, I'll, uh, I'm going to send you... Uh, from my phone, a picture of Mouse I took the other day. He was, um, I had just got home from uh, Cabela's, uh-huh. and I had a, this is going to sound kind of weird, but I had a box of ammunition sitting on the couch, and he was using it as a pillow. Uh-huh. And it was so cute, I had to take a picture. Aw, that's adorable. He thinks he's people. <laughs> Oh, there was a picture like that on Tumblr. Um, who was it? Doucette, his dog. <laughs> yeah, using a pillow. <laughs> using a pillow like these people. That was so funny. <laughs> that was. <laughs> oh, that dog is adorable, too. Oh, okay. Well, we're coming right up on an hour. Do you want to wrap this bitch up? Um, yeah, let's talk for ten more seconds. And, yeah. Oh, you know, actually, it's going to be off anyway once I add the intro and, and stuff, so... Okay. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and wrap it up. Okay. And now, let's end this meeting on a high note.